Hi everyone, I'm Tanvir Nasir, and this is Leadership Biz Cafe, a podcast that explores some of the challenges and opportunities leaders face in today's increasingly complex, fast-paced, and interconnected global market. Leadership Biz Cafe is brought to you by Tanvir Nasir Leadership, our leadership firm that provides both virtual and in-person leadership keynotes, corporate trainings, and consulting services that will help you to improve the way you lead. To learn more about our services and some of the companies and organizations we've had the pleasure to work with, visit our company's website at tanvinasir.com. And while you're there, check out my award-winning, internationally acclaimed leadership blog as well. And with that, it's time for me to brew up another Leadership Espresso Shot. One of the biggest workplace transformations that will endure long after the COVID-19 pandemic is finally over will be the wide adoption of remote working. More specifically, how organizations will be moving to a flexible work schedule where employees are no longer tied to working specific hours in a common office location, but can work whenever and wherever. In fact, This was the common consensus shared by VPs and other senior executives from the fintech, multimedia, construction, and retail sectors during a virtual roundtable discussion I moderated recently. But perhaps the most interesting insight shared by these senior leaders was how they viewed meaningful engagement with their employees as being critical to their organization's continued success. And this reveals a critical factor that's being overlooked right now in all these discussions about the nature of work going forward. Namely, that the focus is on how we work without any real examination of how these changes address the issue of why we work. Over the past decade, there have been numerous studies that have unequivocally demonstrated that motivating employees through salary or other financial incentives only works for a short period of time and that motivation can disappear rather quickly when obstacles or challenges are placed in their way. These studies have also shown that the most effective way to sustain our motivation and drive over the long run is being able to connect what we do with an internalized understanding and appreciation of the purpose behind why we do it, of why it matters both to ourselves and to the organization and community we serve. This is exactly the approach we see in many of today's thriving organizations, which have a clear connection between their collective efforts and the purpose behind their organization. These purpose-driven organizations don't care about what their competition is doing because they don't need to rely on others to define the value of what they do, as that definition has already been created internally and collectively. Our purpose tells us why what we do is so important that only we could do it, if not also why we have to do it. In the pursuit of profits and market share, it's easy for an organization to lose that connection to why they started this journey in the first place and why others couldn't address it as well as they could. And this is what lies at the very heart of success and failure. How much we've reached or moved away from our shared purpose. Consider, for example, the growing need to be agile and innovative, especially when we see how much COVID-19 has disrupted the way we work. A consistent characteristic of organizations that have succeeded, in spite of the numerous restrictions and challenges brought forth by this global pandemic, is that 
they not only understood they had to change how their employees operated or got things done, but they made efforts to increase communications about why these measures were necessary in the context of achieving their goals, and not just in terms of riding out the storm. This is why fostering and promoting a sense of purpose is so critical, especially in such uncertain times, as it's our shared purpose, that collective understanding of why we do what we do, that will serve as our compass and guide going forward. By focusing on our shared purpose, we no longer care about what the competition is doing. Instead, we care about how can we bring that shared purpose to life. From this perspective, change becomes less fearsome because now it's merely an instrument for how we'll make our purpose real and tangible. And since we're no longer focused on protecting the status quo, but on making our sense of purpose come alive, change becomes easier to manage and embrace. Now, as I mentioned earlier, a clear thread running through all of this is communication. Namely, how well you as a leader communicate your vision of what that shared purpose is and why it matters. And then how well you continue to connect what your employees do with what matters to your organization and to them. That's why you can't simply talk about this at those annual company meetings, which we've now had to conduct remotely, or worse, send out a company-wide email to communicate this idea. Rather, your employees need to see this vision, this purpose being communicated in everything you say and do. Your employees need to see it in every decision, every action, and every word you speak. As I discussed in episode number 55 of this podcast, where I shared three important crisis management lessons we can learn from this pandemic, when things are going wrong or a seemingly unavoidable obstacle crosses your path, you need to remind your employees of why this matters of what your collective efforts are leading you towards, and why you're the best ones to address and overcome this challenge. And this also means that you need to demonstrate a level of care and trust in what your employees do. You need to demonstrate a sense of trust in their genius, their creativity, their ability to perceive issues you might not be aware of, and using those insights to guide and inform your decisions. That's why Today's successful leaders understand that they need to care for their employees because of the critical role they play in their ability to make the right choices, to be in the right frame of mind to determine the best path for your organization to take. If there's one truth that has been laid bare as a result of this global pandemic, it's that we can no longer expect to succeed and thrive, to learn from our failures and grow as an organization unless we recognize the key role leaders have to play in helping those they lead to not only be successful in their efforts, but to do work that creates a sense of meaning and purpose. After all, how can your employees have the courage and determination to press ahead despite the fog of uncertainty in front of them if they lack a sense of clarity about why they should care about what they do beyond simply doing the work to collect the paycheck? If those in leadership positions don't consistently communicate why it's so critical for employees to see things through to the end, 
despite the challenges they'll have to face or endure. Ultimately, what this comes down to is creating an environment where people want to work selflessly instead of working selfishly. That our focus is on creating and promoting work that allows everyone to be present in the moment so that we can be appreciative, grateful, and celebratory of what we'll achieve through our collective efforts. For the last few years, there's been much debate about whether organizations should be focusing on making work fun. But if you love what you're doing because it creates a sense of purpose and fulfillment, how can it not be fun? And why can't work be fun if everyone involved benefits from our shared contributions? That in the process of achieving our goals, those around us feel honored, respected, valued, and needed. To that end, it's not about where people work or even when they work that should serve as the focus of our leadership and efforts to ensure our organization's success. Rather, the question you should be asking yourself not just right now, but in the face of any uncertainty, disruptive change, failure, or even success, is what are you doing to create a sense of purpose within your organization? How are you instilling a sense of community and belonging that binds your employees to one another and compels them to press ahead regardless of what they might encounter tomorrow? As we move further into this more virtual and relationship-based economy, it will be those organizations whose leadership focuses on addressing these questions who will be best equipped to not only address the evolving needs of their employees, their organization, and the global economy, but who will also be able to provide the best opportunities for their employees and consequently their organization to succeed and thrive in the years to come. And on that note of hopeful optimism, we come to the end of another Leadership Espresso Shot. As I mentioned near the start of this episode, I was inspired to share these insights after moderating a virtual roundtable with VPs and senior executives from a wide range of industries. And I have to say it was very encouraging to hear this shared agreement over the importance of taking care of your employees, of making them feel this sense of purpose and value in what they do. So leaders are definitely looking ahead in terms of how to ensure a sense of purpose and meaning is communicated and felt by all their employees, regardless of where and when they do their work. So if you enjoyed learning about this or other insights I've discussed here on my leadership podcast, and you'd be interested in having me share them with your employees, I'd like to invite you to fill out the contact form on our website at tamvernasir.com so we can start that discussion. You can also check out my speaking page on our company website to learn more about my speaking services and the kinds of topics I cover, as well as what past attendees have had to say about my speaking engagements. In the meantime, I'd like to encourage you to share this or other episodes of my podcast with your colleagues and employees. The easiest way to do this is to simply share a link to my show's podcast page at tavernasir.com slash LBC. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review my leadership podcast on your preferred podcast platform. And with that, I'm Tavernasir, and you've been listening to Leadership Biz Cafe. Leadership Biz Cafe.